Oh, hey there guys. My name is Blair and you're listening to Weirdcast, a podcast for witches like you and me. So, I'm so sorry about any background noise you can hear. It's super not preferable, but if I don't record this now, I'm probably just going to put it off for another like month or however long I I can convince myself that I shouldn't do things that I like doing. Yeah. So, I've been going through problems. Um that isn't what I'm interested in speaking about right now though. Um For this episode, I figured I'd talk about a topic I have a lot of things I want to say about, and that is art and magic and and paganism and spirituality and stuff like that in relation to art and my feelings about that, of which I have a lot. Uh, Surprisingly, though, I've only recently come across the term, like, art witch, um, which is, like, really, Blair? Like, really? Um, This is really something that I think about frequently since the beginning of my path completely um so there's that I feel like I first heard this term from Kellyanne Maddox who's like internet person who's like um um really smart and has really interesting things to say about um spirituality and like mental health and 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 art and paganism actually and her can't remember is she pagan I know she's a pantheist um and a witch don't remember exactly but she makes she's got a really great youtube channel called Kellyanne Maddox advised you I advise you to check it out but first heard from her um so I guess I will update you on on what I find out about that term uh which isn't a lot um but moving on so I don't know if, like, I wrote an article about this, um, on, I mean, an article, I wrote a blog post about this on, uh, the witches and pagans amino, which was really fun for me to write, um, gave me a chance to, like, vent, I guess, I guess, vent, um, so, I'll start this episode off the way I start, um, the blog post off on the witches and pagans amino, which is... I don't know if this comes across um, in any of the other episodes of this show that I've I've done and posted, but I am an artist. I'm definitely an artist. Um, I can't imagine not claiming that term. It's such a big part of my identity, like art and and being creative and and making things and and DIY. Um, it's just always been a part of my life uh so when I came to this path of paganism and and witchcraft I sort of started thinking about how they sort of acted in relation to each other and I had come to the conclusion and I still feel this way actually that art is magical I just I really genuinely believe one second I don't know what's playing in the background okay nothing where am I? Okay, yeah, so. I just really believe that art is magical. It's beautiful and it's magical. And that 
I'm speaking about specifically the process of creating, of, of creation. Like, honestly, the way um, various cultures, um, ancient cultures and, and, and modern cultures, honestly, venerate, like, the act of creation, um, everything from, like, the turning of the wheel of the year, going from the the fallow times and from like midwinter to like the height of summer, you know what I mean? To to when your tomatoes pop up in your garden and and pregnancies and births and and all sorts of other things that we create. Um, one of those things is art, and for me specifically, it it's mainly art actually um and that like is really important to me and sort of I guess it's not that art is magical it is mag magical but just put that down for a second I think the art the the process of creation is magical um no matter what you're creating and in this case it's art I think art itself is magical um it's it's so it's so great it's it's um art itself whether it's your own art or someone else's art can give you like such a doorway to like a different time and place like when I'm looking at old things or older art pieces of mine things I've painted or drawn it's it really takes me to a different time um whether it's like drawings from when I was like seven or five or however many years ago to a drawing I did last week in 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 whatever class first period I was doodling and that um it just takes you to that place you know when I look at other people's art pieces it it still takes me to a different time and place um uh I also like the experience of art. Art is such an experience, no matter whether it's like an installation or like digital media and art in general, it's just, it takes you to a different time and place. And that's powerful. That's really powerful. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if I have any specific examples. I, I, I can't think of any at the moment, but just, I feel like that's those are sort of the feelings I've come to early on in my path and that have sort of evolved to what I just went over with you now the, like the process of art is magical you know the art itself is really art is powerful um in all of its incarnations and forms I don't have bias towards like fine art or like digital media I'm I'm really a jack-of-all-trades honestly master of none I don't know that sounds really self-deprecating so I don't like to say it like that but you know uh sorry it's sort of true um uh, I feel like even though I I know all these things I believe them uh really strongly I can lose sight of that uh, depending on what I sorry depending on what I'm doing so like 
working on any sort of art assignment, I can be a complete perfectionist. Um, and I feel like perfectionism loses sight of, of the beauty of, of what art can be and how it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm slowly starting to, to grasp, grapple with that. Um, every grimoire I've ever owned, I've, I've like taken it upon myself to like get really creative with it and, and paint them and, and draw on them and glue things in and it's really fun. I think art is magical and the process of creation of art is magical. I feel like people should work on tying it um, a little more neatly, I guess, with your actual practice. Like, how do you enfold that into your practice other than just, like, recognizing, like, the sovereignty of being an artist of any kind, right? I, I you know, whether you're, like, a chef or you work with audio or, like, I feel like how do you bring that into your practice other than recognizing its sovereignties? Because, you know, when I am creating it, I even, like, minus, like, my spiritual practice, I still recognize, like, how, like, powerful it is. Like, outside of that, you can recognize how powerful that is and respect that and, you know, keep on doing what you're doing. How do you make that into, like, a ritual or into a spell? Um, so... When earlier on in my path, what I had, um, a ritual that I had kept up with was, you know, um, you have a few colors in front of you. I was working with like gouache or whatever, um, paints, water, water soluble paints, whatever watercolors. Um, they weren't exactly watercolors. I don't remember what they were, but, um, some tubes of paint out in front of me. I would close my eyes and just like, pick a color and go wherever that color took me, right, um, on my paper and, and then sort of explore what came after that, um, and that was good, um, for Sabbaths and some Espits, um, so one of the, um, any of the eight, um, spokes on the Wheel of the Year, I, I purchased mini canvases and, um, I sit with whatever ritual I constructed and part of that ritual becomes painting something for this, this special day, right? Um, sometimes they're very abstract. I think the one I did for, uh, Litha was, um, a bunch of, it was, it was fairly abstract. It was vibrant colors of varying, like, hues. Um, I mean, that sounded... Uh, repetitive weight. It was, it was just a swath of, like, Letha colors, or colors that invoked the season for me, and that gets hung up above my altar. Um, I think the one I did for Astara was, um, or was it, uh, it was a Maiden. It was, I can't remember, but it was, like, not summer, but it was like summer was around the corner, and so I had painted um, hollyhock because hollyhock just reminds me of of like 
not yet midsummer, like before that. Maybe that's maybe. No, 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 that's after. Anyways, I'm like getting distracted. Really what I mean to say is that's sort of been how I've I've constructed rituals around that. Um I feel, what other examples do I have? Um you know, Kumon, I'm curious to know if this is something you work with. So I have a book that I purchased from the thrift store because honestly when I'm making grimoires I make it a habit to like get old books from like the thrift store and like use some um gesso over the pages sorry excuse me gesso over the pages and then work with that it's so much fun um you know I kind of don't want to dwell too much on like a book of shadows um because I have a whole episode of that you can listen to but it's sort of part of the discussion of of how I think about bringing the beauty and the magic and the power into my spiritual practice specifically and giving you a few ideas on how to do that yourself um so my grimoire, which I still, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to post pictures of it on Tumblr and I don't, um, I really should. I don't, I don't know why. I'm not really embarrassed or ashamed of it. The, my most current one is a mixed, it's a journal. I hate the cover because it's not sturdy at all. It's like falling apart. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, the pages are like mixed media pages and I watercolor all over them. I paint specific images. I do some abstract work. I draw in it. I use my markers. I stick stickers in there and that's um special. That's sacred. That gets done during in inside a circle, right? I don't always work inside my grimoire in a circle, but um if I know I'm I'm gonna be doing something particularly um crafty. I, I'll, I'll cast a circle for that. It's because it's magical. Um, I, I want, you know, specific intentions in that space. I want to be in the right mindset. Um, I feel like I f didn't finish an, an an idea I had. So, um, right. So highly recommend this. Um, when you're doing any sort of journaling, like purchase like old books from the thrift store, give them a new life just over the pages. And I have this one book where now I scrapbook in the pages and it's so much fun. I I create these images that have very spiritual themes, sort of montage style or like scrapbook style. I mean, maybe montage is more the way to go. Um, they sort of become one image at a certain point. Um, so that sort of stuff, That that's, sorry, I just bumped into my computer. That's that's an idea to work with. Um, other, I try to bring art into my practice, like as much as possible. Like when we're thinking about like what is on my altar, there's always like paintbrushes or like my my watercolor tin. Like that's always on my altar because there's no reason for it not to be. Like if ever I receive some sort of message from like um, spirit or from um, like any sort of higher place, I might, you know, inspiration might strike me and I never know what I'm going to need, like a pencil or a paintbrush, um, or a marker. Um, so I, I always keep like some sort of art supply on my altar. It's, it's 
really it belongs there right beside any other tool that's a symbol of creation like my wand or chalice um and I guess I hope that that gave you like some ideas and some explained to you some of my thoughts about how this is powerful like as much as I recognize like art is powerful in all its incarnations and I have no bias towards anyone like I said I I work with acrylics I work with watercolors I've experimented with oils I do a lot of digital media for school and work um so there's that. I mean, I'm a terrible chef. <laughs> don't ask me for advice on, like, kitchen witchery because I I don't. I can't. I know. Did I tell you about the time I burned my tea? <laughs> um, anyways, I do recognize that when I'm, um, when I am sort of melding my spiritual path and art so that they, in this art piece, become one for whatever reason I choose, um, I do um, more like fine art, so I'll draw it or whatever it is, or I'll paint it or with whatever medium I choose on paper or canvas, um, or I'll, I'll scrapbook it or whatever. But I need the the media to like be in my hands. Um, not so much if this art piece is like gonna be hung up like on on my wall or to invoke a sort of energy right um I don't mind printing images and, and doing whatever with them but if it's for a spell I need it to like be in my hands I need to have made it like with my bare hands just because it feels very much like um this is something I quote in the blog post but like um wait a man and the name is escaping me um the medium is the message um which you know what don't send me the name of the guy I know the name of the guy <laughs> I speak about him all the time because I'm in so many media classes at school. So there's that. Um, so it makes a difference for me that if if this art piece is part of a spell that um, that it's like in my hand. So there's that. One more example um, I want to share with you and then I'll sort of give you an idea of a ritual that I had created. Uh, sorry, I'm just shifting in my... Uh, sorry. Um, right, so it was a prosperity spell, um, you know, and it was very much a spell in every sense of the word. Um, Except I didn't really use, like, crystals or herbs. I mean, there were crystals around. I just have crystals on my altar. Um, so, you know, ooh, there are pictures of that on my Tumblr that you can find. Um, but I sort of just, you know, took a breath. Just one more example, and then I'll um, share a ritual with you that I wrote, sort of as, like, um, a basic ritual just somewhere to start in case this is an idea you'd really genuinely want to try out. Um, again, sorry about background noise. I think that's the laundry machine. Um, so I sort of, um, I, I always keep mini canvases around. Like you can buy them at pretty much any dollar store. Um, I feel like 
a ritual spell type dealio like on a giant enormous canvas like that just does not need to be the case unless that's something you feel like you could handle not something that I could handle so I always keep like mini canvases around um so I sort of just started with images that invoked prosperity for me and then doodled on on symbols of prosperity sigils um affirmations glued stuff on and then by the end of it um, you know, I said the words, I, uh, it was, it was a powerful spell, right? And it genuinely made a difference that I included this, this sort of medium, right, of, of art. I could have done another spell for prosperity and done a spell bottle, which I've done before, or, you know, just say the words, which I've done before, or, you know, there's many ways to do the same spell, but it made a difference for me personally that there was this extra layer of, of power, the, the power of creation. Um, and that sits on my altar. It gets switched around or moved as I please, though. So um, now I want to share with you the uh, this, like, very basic ritual, honestly. It's so basic. So um, essentially, first, you cast your circle and ground yourself um or you know I know not everyone casts the circle so really just do whatever you need to do that's that grounds you clears your mind and signals to your subconscious that now is sacred space now is ritual now is spell work so once you're um you're ready you um make sure you have your supplies obviously so you look at your supplies and really focus on what's calling out to you. So is is that um, periwinkle pencil crayon calling out to you? Is it is it a phthalo blue um, acrylic paint tube? Like what is, what colors, what tools, what is calling out to you and start there and let your intuition guide you. You know, sometimes I do this when I'm in outdoor spaces, um, you know, as pagans, like, tend to love outside so you know what in your surroundings is calling out to you is it that bush over there or that trio or is it the way the sky looks today and keep in mind whatever you come up with at the end there's no rules there are no rules there really are not even in this this very basic ritual I've just shared with you so after you've finished your piece um you know really end the ritual when you feel ready with what you have in front of you and I feel like then I take a moment to really examine what it is I have in front of me now you can I tend to lose myself um in the in the process in in a ritual like this which I've done before but um yeah that's the whole thing see it's very basic it's meant as really a jumping off point you modify it as you wish wish you work on it as you wish i think i'll post this to my tumblr so you can find it there um if you need to um or i'll leave it in the show notes as well um that's today's episode it's really just about art and witchcraft um i'll probably bring this up again in a later episode honestly i feel like i haven't gotten out all my thoughts about it but i need to wrap this up so if you want to get into, get into contact with me you can email me at weirdcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on my Tumblr, which I've changed the ULR, which I didn't get to speak about. So I changed my, my ULR to the Watercolor Witch because um, 
I have just been thinking about this topic a lot and I just can't believe I haven't thought hadn't thought of this like sooner I work heavily with watercolors like when I'm not doing like some kind of digital art I'm using watercolors mainly um it's how I've decided to construct my entire grimoire I just I love watercolors I have for a long time so you know watercolor dash which .tumblr.com. You can find me there. You can ask me questions, message me, check out the stuff I've posted. Um, and please make sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes because it really helps out the show. It helps other people find it. Um, feel free to like share it and stuff like that. Um, that's all. That's it for this episode. I hope you have a great whenever you're listening to this. And Blair is signing off. <laughs> Thank you.